kids podcast. <laughs> you can go slow. A kids podcast about. Hey, listeners, thanks for finding this episode. We believe in the power of conversations and knowing that kids like you are ready to talk about the big things going on in their world. If you like this episode, please consider liking or reviewing the show through whatever app you're using to listen right now. That helps others discover this podcast, and that helps make sure this show is reaching the ears that need to hear it most. Thanks. I'm a journalist and a college professor, and I'm your host for Is That True? A kids podcast about facts. Each week, we go on a fact-checking investigation, and we do this with experts whose job it is to know these things, and enthusiasts who are people who just really love the topics we'll be learning about. As a journalist, I ask these questions every day, questions like, Why is something the way it is? Or what happened in history? Or what can we look into to know more? And it's so amazing to me that now I get to do all of that with you. We're going to ask these questions together. And along the way, we'll learn how to check to see if we know what we think we know. Uncovering the truth is lots of fun for me. And if you're a fact finder, truth seeker kind of kid too, you've definitely come to the right place. This season on Is That True? We've investigated world records and Olympic history. We traveled around the world from Africa to Antarctica. And we're still learning a thing or two about how to sniff out the truth along the way. Speaking of world records... Lily has a couple of very interesting ones. Hi, my name is Lily Aponte. I'm seven years old and I live in the Bronx. I read the longest Monopoly game ever played was 1,680 hours, 70 days. The longest Monopoly game in a bathtub was 99 hours long. I'm sure they took some breaks. Yeah, because you can't go (laughs) playing a thing all day and not eating, not drinking, not using the bathroom. You can't do that. You can't. Wow, Lily, that's a really, really long time. And I totally understand where you got this fact from. Our producer, Ari and I also looked up these facts and we saw the same things on pages like monopoly fan pages and websites for board game facts these facts are everywhere but like ari noticed none of these pages cite direct sources citing a source means that you say exactly where you got a fact from and none of these websites did that that's all really confusing But if we don't know where facts are from, we can't assume they are true. Instead, we have to ask ourselves, who would know for sure? I know that there's one place that serves as the expert on world records like these, and that's Guinness Book of World Records. So I reached out to them, and after the break, I'll take you to meet 
Brittany Dunn. She's an official adjudicator for Guinness World Records. Can you guess what an adjudicator does? Be right back. Hey, grown-ups! With over a hundred different titles in our kids' book about series, it may be hard to figure out where to start. Allow me to make a suggestion. There is perhaps no greater feeling, nothing more life-giving or secure, than to know you belong. No matter where you are, what you're experiencing, or who you're around, without that feeling of belonging, it's hard to concentrate on anything else. We can help our kids know what it feels like to belong, and what it takes to help others feel like they belong around us. When you do belong, you—it's very, very evident, right? Because. I like to say your heart smiles and your brain is tickled. That's Kevin Carroll, author of a kids' book about belonging. Check out our Kevin talks about belonging episode of a kids' book about the podcast. Listen together with the kiddos in your life, and when you're ready, visit akidsco.com for more great books and podcasts made to empower kids. To is that true? The podcast that explores how we know the things we know. At the start of this episode, Lily shared two facts: that the longest Monopoly game ever played was 1,680 hours, which is 70 days, and that the longest Monopoly game in a bathtub was 99 hours long. What do you think? Is that true? It's time to investigate our facts from Lily. And to look into that, we found the perfect person. My name is Brittany Dunn, and I'm an official adjudicator for Guinness World Records, the global authority on record breaking. So, what exactly is an adjudicator? That's a great question. So, it's basically a fancy word for judge. I get the opportunity to travel around to different world record breaking attempts. And I am. My job is to enforce the specific rules and the guidelines that are different for every single record that we have on our database. So I will show up, and I'm there to answer any questions, and then I'm there to see live what has actually happened for the record attempt. And then if they are successful, I'm also there in person to um, present them with a certificate. So, and welcome them into the Guinness World Records family a little bit faster than if they were to break the record on their own and then they'd have to wait for a certificate to come in the mail. So I'm there to be the representative of Guinness World Records. Wow, wow, I love that. So that is an extremely cool job. How did you get into this kind of work? That is such a great question. You know, I was thinking back to when I was a little girl and I wanted to be so many different things as I was growing up. I know one time I wanted to be a lawyer and I would go to court night with my mom and my dad. And I then started getting a little bit worried as I got older. And I said to my parents, I have so many interests. I have so many passions. How can I just pick one job? And as I got older, I started going and exploring my different interests and my hobbies. I was very into reading. I was very into theater and performing, into science. 
I loved asking questions. I loved just learning in general. And so when I graduated from college, I had a really interesting job where I got to work with international college students. And that kind of piqued my interest into traveling a little bit more. And I decided I want to move to a different country and get some different working experiences outside of America. So I picked China and I moved across the world and I started working in education and I started working in fitness and pursuing all the things that interest me at the same time. And I was really, really lucky because I got to meet someone who worked for Guinness World Records and we got to talking and they got to know me and they asked me if I would be interested in applying to work with the company because they thought that my experience working with large groups of people and teaching and having a lot of different working experience was um, a valuable thing and that I might be a really good fit as an adjudicator. And so I applied and the rest is history. I love that because it shows how we, once we are exposed to different things, then we know we can do them. Like we don't know until we know that that is a job or something that we can do. Right. I never in my wildest dreams would have pictured I could work for the the, the company that I, I had the book of growing up. Every year I would get the book and I'd be so excited to look through all the different records and think, well, what could I be a record holder of? And, you know, it's just an amazing company. And I love people and I love getting to meet people from all over the world. And having worked in um, the China office, I got to see record attempts with thousands of people. My first record attempt had thousands of people. And it was really, really exciting for me to be a representative of, of a brand that I cared so deeply about and I was so excited about. What was that first event? So the first record that I went to where I was an official adjudicator was um, the largest line dance. Um, and it had over 19,000 people. Unfortunately, it did fail, but there were thousands of people there and it was quite exciting. Everybody tried. <laughs> yes. Yes, the dancing was fantastic. But as with all of our records, each one has its own specific set of pages and pages of guidelines that you have to follow. And so I have the utmost respect for anybody that attempts a Guinness World Records title because the amount of work that goes into putting on an attempt is a lot. And so anyone that attempts it, I think is already like a on their way to be officially amazing. So is it true that the longest Monopoly game ever played was 1,680 hours and that that's like 70 days? And then we have a part two. Is it true that the longest Monopoly game in a bathtub was 99 hours long? So I'd have to say that as fun as those records sound, unfortunately, they are not current Guinness World Records titles. We do have, with Guinness World Records, we have other Monopoly titles. And so some of them include the most people playing Monopoly, and that's 733. We have the largest collection of Monopoly memorabilia. 
Another very interesting title related to Monopoly is the fastest journey around um, a Monopoly board on foot. And that took place in London. And then one that I think is really interesting, we have the largest Monopoly token, which is a car. And I thought that was really interesting as well. But, you know, as I think it would be super fun to play Monopoly um, in a bathtub, but we might get pretty wrinkly by the time that uh, we'd finish the game. I know that I remember playing it with my big brother for hours, and I think my hands would be pretty pruny by the time <laughs> um, someone won if we were in a bathtub. I think you're definitely right about that. And what <laughs> about the longest game ever played? Do we have a record for that or do we know yet? We currently do not have a record for that. Ah, so unfortunately, there are no current Guinness World Records for the longest Monopoly game played or the longest game played in a bathtub. There are a lot of possibilities. Perhaps someone else tracked those records, but we cannot prove those facts to be true. What's really interesting that if anybody would be interested in trying to attempt a Guinness World Records title related to Monopoly, what they could do is they could go to our website at www.guinnessworldrecords.com and search on our database. And every time a new title is released, the public would have access to seeing, hey, there's a record I'd like to attempt. And what someone could do if they were interested in not, al not only following along with what records exist, but hey, I want to attempt that, is they could um, send in an application and once they send in a free application, they're sent guidelines and then they can figure out, hey, do I want to attempt this myself? And maybe I can do this at home with my friends or my family, or I can organize a large scale attempt and maybe um, become a brand new Guinness World Records title holder. Got it. So even though these are not current Guinness World Records, we could attempt to do something like this if we wanted to. Yes, and we have new um, records titles that are created from time to time. So I would definitely keep your eyes open. But at the current moment in 2021, we do not have those exact records on our database. So it doesn't, they don't exist yet, but we don't know. Maybe in the future they will. Got it. It is that database also the place that we should fact check any facts that we learn, that we read or see that people tell us? Absolutely. Yeah. So you could spend, I know um, one of my nephews spends like hours um, looking up different records and he can just type in and anyone can just type in different keywords and you can look up, oh, hey, I didn't even know that was a record. And anything that you hear, if you hear someone say, oh, I heard this, they can definitely go to the website type it in and they can see what comes up and it will tell you if it's a current record, it will be definitely listed on our database and you can see it on the website yourself. And do you have any personal records? It doesn't have to be related to Monopoly, but do you have any just favorites that you just love? Well, I have to say one of my favorites, I had the pleasure of adjudicating this record twice, both in China and recently in the U.S., it's the most people scooping ice cream simultaneously. And I have to say, I never thought it would be so much fun to be at a record attempt like this. Not one person was unhappy. 
part of our um, guidelines um, for any record related to food that um, we oversee, there can be no food wastage. That's very, very important to Guinness World Records. So any attempt that has like even the largest item of food or the most people doing something related to food, all the food has to either be eaten and consumed or donated with a plan of like where it's going and who it's going to and distributed. So nothing is wasted. So at the first attempt that I went to back in 2015, that was in China and everybody got a ton of ice cream. And I, I don't think there was one person in the crowd who looked unhappy. There was so much joy. Everybody was excited. It was so well organized. And they were the record holder for a little while. And then recently the record was broken in Florida and I had the pleasure of being there. And it was one of the first, you know, attempts that I've seen in the U.S. that was back in person. So for me, it was really exciting to see people, even though everyone was far away from each other and it was outside, it was really, really joyous. And it was such like a feel good event that I, I couldn't help but, you know, keep that record in my heart as like one of the best records ever. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I wish I was there. <laughs> and, and the ice cream was delicious in all of the attempts. And I have to say one of my other favorite records is the fastest time to travel 20 meters in a contortion roll. And I have to say that brings me back to my childhood flipping through the book and thinking of records that, wow, like, what an amazing achievement. I don't think I would ever be able to do that. And that's just like so impressive to me. And, you know, for me, I really enjoyed the record because I got to adjudicate it and I had to run backwards on a runway. So for me doing my job, it was extra, extra exciting backwards with a stopwatch on live TV. And the record breaker was the most gracious, lovely woman. And she was so happy. And she was just so excited to attempt it. She had no, you know, not a mean thing to say. She wasn't a diva. She was the sweetest person ever. And I just had um, such a blast adjudicating that record. And, you know, I, I was still like, wow, it made me feel like I was a little kid again, like flipping through the Guinness Book of World Records. Are there still physical books available? Oh, yeah. Every year we have um, a big release and every year we have different records that are included. Um, it's not just the current records that are being broken. It's records that have been standing from all, you know, across time. Well, thank you so very much, Brittany. We appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. It was so nice to speak with you today. And I would just like to say that my favorite thing about working for Guinness World Records is when I'm at an attempt and I get to talk to kids who are fans of the book because they make me feel like I'm the most important person ever and that I'm a rock star, little old me. And they are actually interested in the record itself. They want to know facts. They want to know exact logistics on how to break it. They want to know about my experiences with the record breakers. And I have to say that it reminds me that, you know, celebrating people, even doing like the smallest little thing and putting effort into something that they deem important can be really special. And that childlike wonder that they have about our records and about, 
you know, bringing people together to do cool things, like reminds me of just having more fun in life and, and attempting things that, you know, maybe as adults, you know, we kind of don't prioritize anymore because it's not, um, you know, it's, it's not as important to do fun things. And it's a reminder that we all need to tap into our inner child and we're all going to enjoy life a lot more. I love it. Thank you so much. (laughs) Of course. My pleasure. So is it true that the longest Monopoly game ever played was 1,680 hours or 70 days? And is it true that the longest Monopoly game in a bathtub was 99 hours long? According to Guinness World Records, there are currently no official records for either of those facts. So although we may see them on a lot of websites, when we fact-checked them, we were not able to say that they are true. But you know what? The journey to figuring out if something is true or not is the fun part. That's exactly how we learn new things. Thank you so much, Lily, for helping us learn more about how world records work. Thank you to Brittany Dunn and Adjudicator for Guinness World Records for being our expert today. You can learn more at GuinnessWorldRecords.com. This episode is our last episode of the season, but you can go back and re-listen to past episodes and subscribe to Is That True? so that you can be the first to hear new episodes as they come out. You can keep sending in your amazing facts. We'll be working hard to investigate your facts for season two. Write to us at listen at a kid's podcast about.com to submit yours. Is That True? is written by me, Ariane Nettles. Our show is edited and produced by Ari Mathay with help from Matthew Winner. Audio production is by Chad Michael Snavely and the team at Sound On Studios. Our executive producer is Jelani Memory. And this show was brought to you by a kids podcast about. Check out other podcasts made for kids just like you by visiting akidsco.com. Hi, I'm Matthew. I'm the head of audio at A Kids Co., and I also host A Kids Book About the Podcast, and worth noting, I just wanted to say thanks. Thanks for listening to our shows in your classroom or in your bedroom, over breakfast or over dinner, on your drive or on your downtime. No matter what you do between this listen and the next time you tune in, thanks. You're awesome. And it's because of kids like you that we get to make cool stuff like this. See ya.